Blog Talk Radio. Y'all prepare for that. 
We'll also do a small Undertaker tribute because we do know that it's about 30 years. And, of course, that's my favorite wrestler, so we got to do a little something. Just reminisce about some of our favorite Survivor Series matches he had or something great. And I want to ask y'all about tomorrow as well that we'll get into later. So let's talk about some of our first before we get into the matches for tomorrow. I want to ask you guys about some of y'all favorite Survivor Series matches in general, just any matches that y'all had in general. Um, let's let's start with Remy. What is some of your favorite Survivor Series matches? Oh man, I got a lot of them. But um, one of my favorites was actually um, so when I first started watching Survivor Series, the first ever Survivor Series event I ever saw was actually the first one, but it was actually on VHS, which was back in '87. And I got to say, I enjoyed that whole card. But the one that really, 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 I guess, kind of stuck, stuck out, two of them, the two matches I liked mostly were the first one, which was, um, let me see if I get the team correct. The Macho Man, British Royal Beefcake, Hatsaw Jim Duggan, and um, I think it was um, Jake the Snake Roberts. And if I'm not correct, Ricky the Dragon Seabird versus um, the Honky Tonk Man. And um, I think it's, um, I forgot what the other team was. Um, I got to look it up on Wikipedia to see. But that was the first match for that card. I enjoyed that. Um, really great storytelling. And um, the Macho Man's team actually ended up winning. And I was very, like, into that match and so on. Um, oh, so it was British Beefcake, Jake Roberts, Jim Duggan, Randy Savage, Ricky Steamboat, yep, versus Danny Davis, the first ever heel referee, Harley Race, Hercules, Honk Tonk Man, and Ron Bass. Yeah, that was one of my favorites. And then um, the second match that I enjoyed on, on that um, on that card, which um, I don't know if a lot of um, women's wrestling fans have actually seen it, but it was the... Um, the team of the Fabulous Moolah, the Jumping Bomb Angels, um, Rockin' Robin, and Velvet McIntyre versus um, Don Marie Johnson, um, Donna Christianello, and the Glamour Girls, and Sensational Sherry. That was another favorite of mine. And uh, a bit of an asterisk, that was the first, um, not only was that the first Survivor Series, but that was the first time the uh, women's tag team champions actually made their um, appearance. Yeah, those are my two. And another one that I liked was uh, Survivor Series 1990. That was um, the Hulkamaniacs, Hulk Hogan, Tugboat, Big Boss Man, and Half Sergeant Duggan versus um, Earthquake, Dino Bravo, The Barbarian, and Haku. Yeah, those are my favorites. So, um, really and truly. Okay. All right. Kathy, what's your favorite Survivor Series matches? Uh, don't really have any favorites. I just like the like the old school teams where it was actually they weren't like the teams weren't thrown together. Um, they actually had like a feud going with each other, so they would intertwine and just uh, they had like five on five or four on four. Um, didn't really. I don't like how like they just qualify for stuff now. Like it doesn't really mean much. Um, I do mm-hmm. like. The modern day, um, the part about Survivor Series, like in the modern day, I do like the champion versus champion matches. 
Those are pretty cool, like uh, Raw and SmackDown. And then last year they had NXT uh, in the mix, too. So that was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I just, I'm, like, old school. I like the old school uh, teams. Like, you had, like, the Ultimate Warrior tag teaming with the Road Warriors. And then, like, all the old school uh, matches, like, Lindsay was talking about some of them. I just like the old school stuff. Like, the old school teams. Right. Okay. I agree with that. I agree with that most definitely. All right, Nate, what about you? Oh, let me see. I want to say I would have to go back to the 2014 Survivor Series because that's the first one I actually ever got to watch personally. Um, that that moment with Sting and Triple H to stare down was just amazing. So that was that's probably my favorite one recently. Uh, looking back, I want to say, let's see. I love that moment whenever the Undertaker comes out and Roddy Piper just just yells, "Look at the size of that ham!" Oh, and it's just stuck in my head like ever since. Right, right. Okay. Let's see. That's about yeah. Okay. All right. So, Keita, what about you? Uh, one of my favorite Survivor Series moments is when Shawn Michaels won the World Heavyweight Championship and Elimination Chamber. And, of course, the stuff that uh, Nate just said about The Undertaker and mm-hmm. the, the same one as well. But um, I really like the storyline. I can't believe I'm saying this. With uh, John Cena and Dolph Ziggler when they won that. Um, I think that's the same <laughs> match, actually. Yeah, that match. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, that was okay. Nice. And <laughs> I, it was. I'm a sucker for, like, old school Survivor Series team like Kathy said. But even, mm-hmm. like, in 2020, I'm like I'm all for the raw team right now. I just like the goofiness. Yes, the qualifier mm-hmm. stuff is kind of like you know boring. That's because they don't know what they're doing. But uh, you know it's WWE. Yeah. But uh, I really enjoy like the tag, um, the ten man tag team, and the favorite one I had, I believe, uh, besides the Dolph Ziggler one was um, I think it was like Team Austin going against Team Bischoff. That was very fun, and how Shawn Michaels. Try to like you know help Team Raw, but he really couldn't. Mm-hmm. But, uh, other than that, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> okay, all right. So, so what about you, Rob? All right, last but not least, right? I'm the last one, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right, I got to cheat on this one. I'm going to say the whole 1998 Survivor Series Deadly Game Tournament. That's like my favorite one. Like mm-hmm. all the matches, probably you know they weren't like maybe five star yeah. classics, but just the overall storyline mm-hmm. of that. Like yeah, who's going to win the belt? Who's going to do that? And the trickery, like with the Rock, you know, to uh, join Vincent Man. You know the way the oh, big yeah. boss man threw that nice stick in there, and the way the Rock called it. You know, we got to be glad. You know, thank you know praise Jeebus and, and Buddha. And all that good stuff that the Rock is athletic. The way he caught that and, you know, made it look like, hey, you know, Bossman is trying to cheat on him. And if Rock would have missed that, woo. Oh, man, I don't know what would have happened. Probably would look bad. But, yeah, I'm going to say that whole tournament. And special shout-out to my uh, favorite uh, Survivor Series tag team, Dork, Dink, Pink, and Wink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I do have to, I enjoy everything y'all was saying, but I do have to agree with Kathy. I like the old way that they did things. I do like the fact that they still do the 
you know, Raw versus SmackDown. But I just prefer the old time way they did things. So, but there was a lot of matches, like a lot of matches that y'all said. I I enjoyed those as well. Um, I've been even trying to do a Survivor Series uh, binge watching, but I've been slacking up on that. <laughs> so, the next thing I guess we're gonna go ahead and get into the matches for tomorrow Survivor Series. And y'all can correct me if I if I say something wrong or uh, have the time wrong or something. Y'all just like my co-host today. Um. Mm-hmm. I believe that Survivor Series tomorrow, what does it start, at 6 p.m. Eastern, I believe, because the kickoff show, we do have a kickoff show, um, 4 p.m. Pacific time, I believe that's right. And I think the main show starts at 7 p.m. Um, so check your time zones. Um, we're going to go ahead and get started with the matches for tomorrow. They just announced that uh, yesterday that we're having a kickoff show. I don't know who's in it. Maybe y'all know. I don't know. There's a kickoff show with some type of, um, what's it called? Dual Brand Battle Royal. That's going to be for the kickoff show. So that's going to mm. consist of, I think, Raw and SmackDown Superstars. It's going to be in a Dual Brand Battle Royal. So, now this, I don't know which match is going to be first, but I'm just going down the list. All right. So we have a WWE Championship. Okay, WWE Champion Drew McIntyre versus Universal Champion Roman Reigns. Who do y'all think is going to win that one? Let's start with Keita. <laughs> I, I knew you was going to pick me. I just felt <laughs> in my bones you was going to pick me first. Thank you. Appreciate it because I was encouraged <laughs> for that. But before I give my prediction for that, the dual brand, you know our truth is winning it, okay? If he doesn't win it, somebody okay. mm-hmm. from, we don't care. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> I'm picking. This one was a hard one to pick. Either way, you can't go. But um, my co-host on my show was saying no contest. I agree with him. But if I had to pick, I'm picking Drew. No, I'm picking Roman Reigns because it feels like there's going to be a lot of interference in this match. Right. I agree. Okay. All right, Nate. You next. Who <laughs> you pick? Um, I would probably have to say the same thing. Roman right now is on like a big, like a big run right now, so I don't, I don't see him losing anytime soon. Plus, Drew just won the title back on Monday, so I don't know how they're gonna treat it. Like, like uh, that person said, it can go either way, but uh, I see Roman winning this one. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kathy. I am a huge Drew fan, and I'm happy he won the title. But, like, my heart mm-hmm. says Drew, my head saying Roman's going to take it. Because they right. always give everything to Roman. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. All right. Remy? Who you pick? Um, I would, I would definitely – I would have to say it's Roman. Roman's been on a roll right now. Plus, he also has his cousin on his side too, so um, probably, probably going to be interference on on his part. So I would have to go with Roman on this one. Although it would be interesting just just to note that Drew McIntyre, to my knowledge, has never pinned Roman Reigns. So that would be if, if Drew, Drew managed to pull this off, that would be a huge like thing for him. But I'm gonna have to go Roman on this one. Okay. All right. Rob. 
All right, I was thinking on this one. I was thinking, you know, I was like, man, I could take the cheap way out because I do actually think there's going to be some shenanigans being pulled, and it's going to be like a no contest, you know, double count out, double DQ, something like that. But if you're pulling my arm or whatever, yeah, I'm going with the tribal chief. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's the head of the table. Yeah, Roman's on fire right now. You know what I mean? I, I, don't, I don't see Roman, you know, getting beat. But I, I, do, I do see some shenanigans being played, though. You know, I don't think it's going to be a clean one, two, three against Drew. Because they both drew uh, strong mm-hmm. as hell, you know what I mean? So, that's what I think. Okay. That's All true, right. Too, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, did I, I got everybody right because I'm, I'm making sure I get everybody before I say my answer. So, I think that I am going to just go with Roman Reigns. Um, I don't really care for him being with – actually, yes, I do. I do care for him being Brock Lesnar. I mean, not Brock Lesnar. I'm sorry. Um, what's his name? Paul Heyman. So, <laughs> I do think actually I actually think that this is actually a good thing. Um, a lot of people didn't like it, but I actually think that it was good when they first introduced that he was going to be ha- dealing with Paul Heyman. But I'm gonna have to go with Roman Reigns just because he's a Paul Heyman guy. So <laughs> that's who I picked for that. Okay, so next I have Raw Women, Raw Women's Champion. Oscar versus SmackDown Women's Champion Sasha Banks. All right, this time we're going to start with Kathy. Who you pick? Uh, this one's kind of tough because uh, they kind of seem like they, they're they burying Oscar. Like, she's not on TV too much, but, like, she shows up against Sasha and everything. But uh, I think they're probably going to end up going with Sasha. They should go with Oscar, but I think Sasha's going to win. Okay. All right, Rob. Oh, this I think this match right here is probably gonna be one of the uh, matches of the night right here, Oscar and uh, Sasha. But uh, yeah, I, I, like uh, Kathy said, yeah, they seem like they're burying Oscar, and she is not on TV much. But you know what? I think uh, Bailey might come in, you know, you know, uh, play some mind games with uh, Sasha or whatever, and Oscar gonna hit that Oscar lock and or that butt bump, and you know, bam, you know, she's gonna be out for the count. So I'll go Oscar. <laughs> okay. All right. And Keita, who you pick? Uh, I agree with Rob and Kathy, but uh, I'm picking Oscar. She's going to win this match. She needs to win this match, and I think Camilla will call Sasha the match. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Remy, you got. Um, I'm going to have to go with Oscar. Oscar is that, you know, top tier. Um, Top cal- top caliber opponent, and you know she's beaten Sasha before. I mean Sasha's probably gonna put up a hell of a, a hell of a fight, a hell of a fight. But I think Asuka definitely has this, um, no question. Okay, all right, and Nate, who you got? Um, for this one, I would I probably have to say Sasha because for some reason. They always want to, like, show Oscar off at certain points and then right. uh, use her to make other people look good. So I think, like, uh, Sasha's probably going to get it, but then again, uh, the last person said um, uh, Carmelo will probably come up in there too at some point because Sasha's been right. talking a whole bunch of mess here recently. So I don't know, <laughs> but I really think probably <laughs> Sasha. Probably Sasha. We'll see. Okay. So I'm going to go with Sasha because I like the fact that she's um, SmackDown Women's Championship um, 
champion, actually, finally got the championship from um, Bailey. Sorry that I, I kind of in and out of tour wrestling, but I just had to put that in. But, yes, I'm going with Sasha Bates for sure because I don't really care for too much for Oscar anyway. So, <laughs> all right. And so we're going to the next match that I have is Raw Tag Team Champions, New Day versus, which is, let me just make sure I say this right, New Day consists of Kofi Kingston and, help me out somebody, Kofi Kingston, um, Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods, yes, mm-hmm. yes, okay. Mm-hmm. Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, New Day, Raw Tag Team. Tag Team Champions versus SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the Street Profits. Okay, this time we're going to start with Nate. Who you got? Uh, I want to say, uh, dang, that's, that's hard because they were both doing pretty good with their angles this past uh, couple of weeks. I think they're probably going to give it to New Day, but I think they should give it to Street Profits because they have a nice, uh, build going for them, and if they want to keep that momentum, it would be good to get out of New Day. But uh, they'll probably give it to New Day because they're a more experienced team, so we shall see. Okay. All right, Rob. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I'm going with uh, yeah, I'm going with my boys, Kofi Kingston and uh, Xavier Woods on this one because uh, they're they're tried and true. They're 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 the, uh, probably the greatest team, you know, you know, uh, in uh, tag team in Raw or in SmackDown. Other than you know the Usos, you know, when they're at full capacity. But yeah, I'm gonna go with them. Uh, you know, if the Street Profits win, you know, that'd be a big, you know, uh, you know, big feather in their cap. You know, they got to beat the New Day and stuff, you know, because the New Day they ain't no slouches or whatever, but. I'm definitely going with Kofi and uh, Xavier, you know. I mean, Kofi's former champ, you know. Come on. <laughs> Kofi's my god. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But it's checking, so. <laughs> All right. Remy? I know. That was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Remy, I'm going to have to go got? with, um, as much as impressive as the Street Profits have been, and even though they're the second tag team to win all three sets of tag team titles in WWE, um, right. And you know they have that, they have a great chemistry with each other. I'd have to go with the new day based off of the fact that you know they have more experience. They've been doing this for well, even though um, Biggie's no longer with them, they've been doing this for like six years. Right. Um, Kofi Kingston is amazing, an amazing athlete. Xavier Woods is finally getting to show himself as well too. Um, and they just have so many victories. I mean, the street property haven't even shown like much of themselves against other tag teams that much, really. I mean, granted, they, they've recently beaten Cesaro and uh, Shinsuke, but I would have to say, uh, I, I'm going to have to give this one to the New Day, you know, based off the experience alone and what they've been through. And they have the tag team titles like a whole year. They broke Demolition's record. So right. I'm going to have to give it to the New Day. Right, okay. All right, Kathy. So everybody's saying New Day, and I'm probably going to go with New Day, too. Uh, I don't think... Um, as much as I love the Street Profits, they haven't proved themselves yet, but this could be their chance to, to prove themselves and actually win against the New Day. That would be huge. But also, mm-hmm. uh, I keep replaying what Biggie Biggie was talking to the Street Profits, and he's like, uh, you can't beat the New Day and stuff like this. But I think with Biggie not being a part of the New Day anymore, and I wouldn't put it past WWE, they might do something shocking and actually have like Biggie go with the Street Profits. 
So, right. like, I think Biggie's going to be a big variable in this match. So, uh, if they want to do something shocking, they would have Biggie turn on the new day and have the Street Profits win. So, it is WWE. We'll see what happens. Okay. Mm. All right, mm-hmm. Keita. Kathy, I like that. I didn't even think about that, uh, about Biggie. I like that uh, theory. That would be shocking because um, everything else on the car is not besides Undertaker. Um, everybody picked Me Day. Um, yesterday I decided my pick would be the Street Profits just because I think they need this win. And they really mm-hmm. don't have people they can go against. Like, it's not their fault. It's really the company's fault. Like, they really lack on their tag team division across the board, not including NXT. Um, well, maybe the women's in, uh, NXT, but, um, yeah, I, I go for the Street Profits. I want the smoke, so thank you. Okay. Well, <laughs> this is hard for me because I love New Day, even though they broke them up with Scooting um, um, Biggie, and I love Street Profits. So I'm going to have to go for me. I'm going to have to go to either or. I really can't choose. Because it's both of them. Mm-hmm. I love both of them. So I, I mean, it's hard for me to choose. So it's the either or. It's For me, it's Man, like. Man, you know, you pick one. We all pick one. I pick can't. One. I can't. <laughs> it's so hard to choose. <laughs> because I love both of them. Okay, I'm going to pick. Okay. <sighs> I'm going to go with Street Profits, shoot. Because they shouldn't have broke you. up New Day. Thank you. They shouldn't have broke up New Day. Thank you. Thank you. It was so hard to choose. If the girl likes booty holes in a red cup, let the girl like booty holes in a red cup if she likes both, man. Jeez. Yeah, I like both holes <laughs> in a red cup. Just for Keita's sake, I'm going to say Street Profits because they should have broke Thank up you. New Day. They should have did it better how they did it. You just send two to another team. I feel like y'all should have had somebody turn on somebody before y'all broke New Day up. So, Street Profits, y'all going to win. So, thank you, Keita. You helped me. Thank you. You helped me. No problem. It was hard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So, next chapter, uh, next match I have is United States champion Bobby Lashley uh, versus Intercontinental Championship, Sami <laughs> Zayn. I guess I'm going to start first. This is going to be another hard one because I don't care for both of these, but I'm going to just choose Sami Zayn. I don't even care to speak on. We go next. Um, Kathy, who you got? <laughs> as much as I love Sammy Zane, I want him to win. I think Bobby Lashley's probably gonna just put a hurting on him. But uh, Sammy's pretty creative and crafty, so he might pull out a win. But I guess I'll go with Bobby. Okay. All right. Um, Nate, who you got? Um, let me think here. I want to say Sammy's going to get it because he's going to find a way to get around Bobby. Now, I know Bobby's going to hit him a few times with some good power moves, but I think they're probably going to give it to Sammy. Yeah. Okay. I think so. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's go with Remy. Who you got? Um, in terms of this, oh, man. I'm going to have to go with Bobby Lashley, man. Sammy, <laughs> yeah, Sammy's outmatched. I mean, the only thing he has on, I don't even think he has that much experience on Bobby. Bobby's been doing this since 2005. Sammy may have a few years, but, 
unless for some reason Sami Zayn could wear him out, like run around the ring and tire up Bobby, which is damn near impossible, he might win. But I'm going to have to give it to Bobby, man. Bobby's just, what's the G's? Sami should have waited. Right. He, he should have come in. He, he, he should have waited. He should have AJ Styles or Jeff Hardy deal with it. But it is what it is. But I'm going to give it to Bobby. Mm-hmm. All right, um, Keita. Big Bobby is losing because of Titus O'Neil. Okay, that's first thing. Second thing, oh, Sami Zayn is winning. Titus O'Neil is going to creep up on him. So yeah, I'm going for Sami Zayn. I hope. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rob, who you who you got? See, I like both of these uh, guys. I like, uh, I'm all about the Hurt Business, and I love the Hurt Business's uh, entrance music when it comes out, that dun-dun-dun-dun, you know, just like, oh, you know somebody's going to get hurt. But, uh, you know, Sammy Zayn, you know, even though uh, you got Cesaro and, you know, Shinsuke on your back, you know, the the Hurt Business will still come down and put a beating on you. So, yeah, uh, I'm giving it to the almighty Bobby Lashley on this one. I think, uh, you know, as much as I love Sammy, yeah, the almighty will get this one. Okay. All right. Okay. So now we're going to talk about the 5-on-5 Women's Survivor Series Elimination Match. So for SmackDown, we got Bailey, um, Natalya, and if I have it wrong, let me know. Bailey, Natalya, Liv Morgan, Bianca Belair, and Ruby Riot. For Raw, we have Nia Jax, Shayna Blazer, Manny Rose, um, Lacey Evans and Peyton Royce. So uh, for this, I'm going to start with Nate. Who you got? Um, darn it. Let's see. I I want SmackDown to win basically because of Bianca Belair. She's like the best woman on SmackDown right now. She was the best on NXT, and now she's the best on SmackDown. So I want to see SmackDown win, but I don't know how. I don't know if they're going to let it happen. All right. I'm worried. I'm worried. (laughs) Okay. All right, Keita, who you got? Uh, This one was kind of a tough one um, because how the storyline going on raw. I I don't know why I think this. I can see Lana, like, kind of be the sole survivor for her team. I don't know how. But, oh, my God. I don't know. This is WWE logic. WWE, they do. I've been watching for like 20 years now, so they do. But uh, I'll pick a Bianca from their team. It just, if they didn't have Bailey, I think Bianca probably sold the show, like, far the match. But uh, since Bailey's going to be in it, it might be a conflict with them. But, um, yeah, I'm picking uh, Team SmackDown for this one. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, Kathy. The SmackDown side is so stacked. I think they're going to win. Um, the only way Raw would probably win, because the, the Raw team's turning on each other, uh, the only way Raw would win is probably if Nia Jax or Shayna just beat up everybody and, and end up winning that way. But uh, like I said, SmackDown's so stacked. I think I, I see them winning. Team SmackDown's going to win for the women. Okay. Uh, Raw? Okay, this match right here, I think, is going to be the one that makes me the most mad the whole night because the way they've been booking this with Lana going through the table every week and all that, 
I'm telling you, Lana is going to be the sole survivor on the Raw team. It's going to be her versus, like, Bianca, Ruby, and Bailey. That's what I'm thinking. Lana is going to end up, <laughs> so going to end up winning, being sole survivor. That's what I'm going to have her. I'm going to be like, are you serious? And then I'm just going to be like, I'm going to be besmirched. Yeah, I'm going to throw a real word out there. I'm going to be besmirched. Uh, but, so I'm, I have, I'm going with Raw because I think that's what's going to happen. Oh, man. This, uh, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I don't even want to watch this match. That, that's the story. <laughs> she's going to do it. Oh, Unless she betrays them, Rob. She might betray yeah. them and leave them. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's a good point, too. She could do that. Okay. And, Remy, I don't, did I already call you or, or no? Nah. I, I didn't say anything yet, but um, I'd have to say um, so we got Team Raw, Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, were the women's tag team champions, uh, Lana, Lacey, Lacey Evans, and Peyton Royce versus well, Lacey Evans and Peyton Royce, aka uh, Iconics 2.0. Who still? I'm gonna I'm throw some shade there. Call me Teddy. I don't care. <laughs> uh, versus Team SmackDown. Of, uh, Bianca Belair, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, Bailey, and Natalia. Hmm. So if Team Raw can get it together, I would say they're going to win this. Yes, the um the SmackDown team is stacked, but you got to look at who you got on Team Raw. You got Nia Jax. Regardless, she may not have the best wrestling wrestling experience, but she'll put a hurting on somebody. You got Shayna Baszler. I'm pretty sure she's choked out every one of these females already. Even Bianca Belair got it, too. I don't think she wanted that smoke again, but I don't know. I could be wrong. She looked like the kind that, that, that one girl from the hood that would be like, uh-uh, you won last time. You ain't going to do it this time, and she ain't going to stop. She got out of heart. And you got Natalia, who Natalia be a good match for Shayna Baszler. I'm not, I'm not to go with Team Rock. Team Rock, get it together. I think this is going to be Lana's breakout. And after this, after this match... Um, if Lana ends up being the sole survivor, like Rob said, or wait, Rob, you think she's gonna be the sole survivor? Yeah, yeah, she's gonna end up. Yeah, it's gonna be like three on one. She's gonna end up winning. Yeah, if Lana ends up winning this whole thing, Nia Jackson and Shayna Baszler are gonna end up putting some respect on her name, or she might end up putting Nia to a thing, which I would love to see. That'd be that'd be hilarious. I mean, Spike Dudley did right. it to Albert back in the day, so I wouldn't mind seeing that. Be I'm gonna go with Team Raw on this one. Okay. All right. So for me, I'm gonna have. To, you know what? I'm just gonna go with Team SmackDown. Cause um, Nia Jax don't really get along with too many people. Even her and Shayna, unless I've been out of touch with wrestling, her and Shayna been getting along last time I saw. But I'm gonna have to go with Team SmackDown. I think they're gonna win. They're gonna come up with a way to eliminate Nia Jax. They need That's to win. My yeah. Huh? <laughs> Yeah, that's they need my opinion. Huh? I said they need to win. Smackdown. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think they're going to win. They're going to come up with a way. Somehow, somehow, Nia Jax going to get down, and she's going to get eliminated. Mm-hmm. All right? So, now we go do the five-on-five men elimination match. All right? So, for Smackdown, I have Seth Rollins, King Corbin, Kevin Owens, uh, Jay Uso, and Otis. For Raw, I have Braun Strowman, um, Keith Lee, Sheamus, Riddle, and AJ Styles. Uh, 
So, Keita, who you got? I'm going for Fireface Team, okay? Fireface Team will win for Raw. <laughs> they need to win. I've been enjoying this whole thing overall with them. Uh, I just think um, they need – I think because we didn't get to, like, that back and forth, um, like, dishes like we normally do because of COVID. So I love the goofiness of AJ Styles being the, the captain in his head. But uh, Fireface Team, they definitely win. Okay. All right. Um, Rob, who you got? You know what? I can. Uh, I'm. I'm sitting here staring at it too. I've been going back and forth, and yeah, I, I, I'm. I'm agree. I'm going with. Uh, yeah, I think Team Raw is going to win. Uh, you know, I, I'm. I'm all about Keith Lee, Strowman, Riddle. You know, AJ, all that. Uh, yeah, I, I think. Uh, you know, something's going to happen with Jey Uso. You know, like uh, uh, Roman's going to come out there and be like, "Hey, nah, come on, you ain't about this." You know what I mean? Yeah, you're with me, not with this team. And then Corbin, Rollins, and you know, they're probably going to fight amongst each other. And fans can be like, "Hey, going to be like, yo, look, I captain the captain the you know winning team. Blah, blah, blah. I'm the greatest." Uh, so I'm gonna go overall. Okay. All right, Nate, who you got? Um. I'll probably go with Raw, basically because of Keith Lee. He's like my favorite wrestler right now, Limitless. Um, I don't know how it's gonna go. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I want SmackDown to win too at the same time because I love SmackDown. And right. like like Roman says, SmackDown's filet mignon and Raw is McDonald's. Okay, so <laughs> I think I'm probably gonna give it to Raw though. Okay. All right. Uh, Remy, who you got? Team SmackDown about to lose this match because they ain't got no match against the Cena and Braun Strowman. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I got to call it a state of state. I mean, you got, you got, okay, Team Smack, Team Raw, you got AJ Styles, Keith Lee, Sheamus, Braun Strowman, and... Wait, was that the Fiend is on this team, right? Because I see I see Wikipedia say yeah. got Riddle on it. Okay, I'm no out. Riddle's on here. Okay, okay so because I, I I saw somewhere on Twitter that the Fiend is going to be um on Team Raw. I don't know if it's a rumor or not, but if the Fiend is on that team, Team SmackDown got no chance in hell like Vince McMahon in the nineties. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, <laughs> if he's not. Um, I'm actually got to get a team raw because okay, Kevin Owens, he's the only one with his head on. Jay Uso is all like jumping in the battles that he he shouldn't be in. He done he done lost two matches in a row. His head is not on straight. King Corbin, like really when when has he ever come through for a match? You know what I'm saying? I mean, he's a king, but I mean he's he's, he's like Sid Vicious two point another one. But just I don't see him ever becoming champion. I mean he's just like a big bully and when he gets it just desserts. He goes back into his corner and looks for the next victim. That's it. Otis, okay, Otis might have his head on a bit, but still, I mean, Otis against Braun Strowman, Otis against Keith Lee, I don't think it's going to happen. But, yeah, he is over with the crowd. And then there's then there's uh, Seth Rollins. I don't think he's in his right mind either. I mean, he just took a hell against uh, Murphy of all people. I mean, Murphy, I mean, to be like a top-level competitor, to beat Braun, to beat people like Brock Lesnar, to beat people like Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose and, and even um, Bray Wyatt and all that, and then to lose to Murphy, like a guy who's, who's, never, who's, really, who's never even held like a singles title like other than the 205 um, Cruiserweight title, that's probably going to mess with his head. 
and he might not want to be a team team player. So I'm gonna have to give it to Raw. Yes, they're fighting amongst each other, and yes, you know Matt Riddle is trying to keep them together, but I think they're gonna pull through on this one. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna go ahead and say Team Raw as well. I'm gonna go ahead and say Team Raw just because they have Braun Strowman, Keith Lee. I mean, even if the Fiend be on there, I just, I, I just don't see SmackDown winning this at all. I really don't because you already got Seth and Corbin, who we know will turn on each other, turn on others. So, sorry, Otis, I like you, but your team going to lose. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, we got that out of the way. I think that was all the matches, all the matches that I saw. Um, I wanted I next to get into something that I, I'm going to enjoy because I had, I had to just do this part simply because we all know they're doing a final farewell or something for the Undertaker tomorrow. Um, personally, I don't think this is this is the way that he's gonna go out. I don't think so. Me personally, I think that it should have been one more match where he wins, and then you know something like what they did for well when Rick Flair, correct if I'm wrong, when they had when he was going away, and everybody came out and hugged him and had applause and stuff. So I just don't think this is quite going to be it, even though a lot of people want it to be it. I just don't think so because I've heard that um, Finn Balor wants a match with him. I don't think it's going to happen. But I just want to know y'all thoughts about tomorrow. How y'all think tomorrow is going to go? Um, Y'all can go ahead and talk. How y'all think tomorrow is going to go with with the farewell? Who do you think? I heard that Kane supposed to be showing up. Um, I forgot who else they said. So how y'all think it's going to, tomorrow the Pharaohs going to go? Who else is going to show up? Do y'all think this is going to be it? Um, if you ask me, I think Kane is actually going to um, – Kane is probably going to show up. Um, they're probably going to do something with Paul Bearer. Um, they probably gonna do something with Paul Bearer, um, where he's actually mentioned because Paul Bearer was there for like the first five years of his um, WWE career, or first seven years, I guess. Um, and I mean, I don't know if they're gonna do this. It might, it might not happen, but it would be cool if they visited his uh, Mean Mark pass because before he was known as Undertaker, he was known as Mean Mark. Callaway and um, WCW with um, Dan Spivey, who um, would later become Waylon Mercy. So it would be nice if they actually visited that. But um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm just excited to see how it looks and what they do for Undertaker. I'll, it better be, it better be something grand because this man gave them 30 years. 30 years he's seen so many eras, the, the next generation era, Attitude, the ruthless aggression era. He's fought against Hulk Hogan, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, The Rock, all these other people he's fought with throughout the years. So I mean, they better do something memorable and spectacular for this guy because he definitely he damn damn well he pretty much deserves it, you know. So I'm looking forward to seeing what they do. Okay. Anybody else got any thoughts about the farewell tomorrow and? Do you think this is it? What you think they should do? 
Uh, yeah, I was gonna say I agree with Remy. Uh, yeah, they better put some. Uh, yeah, they better for uh, as much time as he put in on there. They, it better be a grand spectacle. Yeah, I, I see them. You know, doing something like that. You know, just fireworks. You know, uh, greatest hits. You know, uh, a big song. You know, Metallica playing. You know, with all you know, him uh, tombstoning, choke slamming. You know, last riding people. You know, all that good stuff. And then you know he's in the ring. You know, people are like yeah, and they're like thank you Taker, and everybody comes out. You know, clapping. Da da da. da. But yeah, they better. It better be some grand thing, you know. It, it's Undertaker, you know. This ain't nobody else. This is Taker, you know what I mean? He lived his whole life, you know, just living, breathing WWE. Vincent Man, he was he was Vincent Man's guy. All the stories, yeah, yeah. That, that's how I think it's gonna go. Hopefully, he tunes right. someone one last time, one last time, one last time. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. Anybody else got any thoughts? Yeah, I just think uh, the video package is going to be fire, and I'm going to end up crying probably through the whole thing. <laughs> and, yeah, I don't know if, uh, I don't know if the, the Undertaker is going to do something to somebody, but I know um, Finn Balor had tweeted something out, and so did The Fiend. So, um, I don't know. We'll see. They'll either, like, tease it or – I don't know if he's going to do, like, one more match. I think the, the – um, the Boneyard match with AJ was like a good send-off for WrestleMania. Uh, right. He rode away in his motorcycle and everything. That was a good send-off. I don't know if they should do anything else. But the fan in right. me wants mm-hmm. him to keep wrestling and, like, have one more match or maybe two more matches or something like that. But the man gave 30 years. Like, let him go be with his family and not be the Undertaker mm-hmm. for a while. Like, I, I see him. He's not going to walk away from wrestling. I would hope he's, like, a coach or something. Or he right. helps WWE in some way, but yeah, I'm gonna probably be bawling my eyes out because like I've actually I'm one of the few fans that has like seen his whole career because I'm that old. Like I've been watching, I've been watching his whole 30 year career. Like I remember <laughs> when he here. debuted in Survivor. <laughs> I remember when he actually debuted at Survivor Series. Like that's how long I've been watching wrestling. So I've been a uh, part of his whole like 30 year career. <laughs> so I'll definitely be here. like crying pretty sure about that. Right. It's, it's fun, you know, Kathy. You mentioned that yeah. it's funny because the same year, the same year he started, he started wrestling was the same year. No, the same year he started with WWE was the same year I started watching wrestling. So it's like, <laughs> damn, yeah. like, that's, that's that's just crazy. Undertaker no. would be good. I watched him on Hot Ones uh, yesterday. You know, that YouTube channel. <laughs> he was eating hot wings. You know, talking up a storm, being cool. So Undertaker should be good. Right. Okay, Keaton and Nate, y'all got yeah. any thoughts? Uh, the only thing I'll, I'll say is, uh, honestly, the, the finale we should have gotten was he, you know, we put all the stuff down at WrestleMania 27, was it, against Roman? That kind of should have been the last we saw of him. However, since he came back and all that good stuff, I agree with the last person was talking. The uh, that cinematic match he had with AJ was a perfect send-off. I don't really want to see him doing anything in the ring, uh, but I I foresee you know a nice package or whatever. And like 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 you said, same thing with like they did with Rick. A whole bunch of people coming out from his past, like Dan Spivey and uh, Kane and whole, basically his old crew back from the day and all that kind of stuff. And Dan Hello and all that guy. And it just like they did with Rick. So I, that's what I think. Okay. Okay. Keita, you got any thoughts? So, um, yes. Um, Nate, it was WrestleMania 33. I was there live. I can't. I will never forget that. And I thought he should have been done too. 
at that point. Um, I, I agree with Jaleese. I don't think he's done. And I think maybe next year they will do something with him more of like having the audience in attendance. They could do this with the wrestlers now. And then later, maybe right. whatever we go back to normal, whatever the normal is now, they can have like the crowd give him that last hurrah. Because that was there right. at uh, World at the Mania when we literally like mm-hmm. called his name for like what three or four minutes straight. So I could see them doing something like that, him coming out for that. He don't need it as far as his character, but I could see them like doing mm-hmm. that for the fans since we've been going through this COVID stuff. So I don't think um, right. tomorrow is his last hurrah. But I do see some type of shenanigans happening. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I agree. I was gonna say, you know, it's it's gonna be is is this doesn't seem right to me, even though I know we got this COVID stuff going on, so they have to take safety precautions. And of course, George truly gonna be in the Thunderdome. Y'all know I had to get in there, so I hope <laughs> I hope during the time that he actually comes out that I'll be still there. They'll kick me out. Like, okay, we gotta go to the next person. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so. I do think, like Jesus said, I do think it would be, for me, it would be more when the COVID, hope this COVID stuff can go away and then fans can actually go in person instead of being on Thunderdome, which for me is going to be a great experience. I, pro- I know I'll probably never see him in person, but tomorrow's going to be a great experience for me if I can just be on Thunderdome when he come out. You know, like I said, don't kick me out. But <laughs> So I do think he should have something they will. one last time. Well, when, you know, fans yeah. in person. And I hope I can try to be there in person, you know, come, come out, crowd come out, applause and stuff like that. And I do agree, I think Kathy said, I agree with everything y'all said, but I do think, agree with Kathy. I think, Kathy, you said that, um, what did you say? I've got a bad mind. It was something you said that I agree with, too, but I can't remember. But anyway, it was something you said that I agree with, too, so we're going to move on. If I, can, if I can remember to come at me, it was just in my mind. I yeah, move on. Continue. 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 It was something. It's something she said about that. But I can't remember. I can't remember for nothing. <laughs> well, it has to come back. If it come back to me, it has to come back to me. But we're just gonna do a little small tribute film. This is there. This is with um, 30 years of the Undertaker, my favorite wrestler. I started watching him back in 2004. Actually, when I actually started watching wrestling. Actually, I started watching wrestling before then, but it was just something about him. And I said, you know what, this is my favorite wrestler. When him and JBL had a few going before SummerSlam, and it was just something about him that I said, you know what, this person is the reason why I'm going to start watching wrestling. I used to have Undertaker pictures on my wall. I used to always get the magazine. I'm, I'm a real big Undertaker fan. Even though I started watching back in 2004, I still, because of the network, I know kids don't like me pronouncing announce it, but <laughs> because of the network, I, I, I'm thankful for the network person because they ain't going to make my high, cable bill high, but um, I think, I like the network because I've actually had the chance to go back and look at everything Undertaker did before 2004, so I'm caught up to speed, but um, I want y'all to tell me before I play this song, because I feel like if this is what they're going to do tomorrow, this song I want to play for a couple, well, just about a few seconds. I feel like this song would be appropriate for them to come out on it. They don't play much. So, but before I play that, I would like for y'all to tell me, I mean, I think y'all said it, but some of y'all favorite Undertaker matches, because I actually have a list of some of his great Survivor Series matches that, where's the list? And I actually forgot about this one. He had a first blood match back in 2006 with Mr. Kennedy that he won. I believe he won. Um, Undertaker versus Kurt Angle back in Survival Series 2000. Oh. With Kurt Angle, I believe Kurt Angle had 
helping him with a roll-up. Then we also have Undertaker versus Yokozuna. was a casket match nineteen back in 1994. We also have The Undertaker versus Mankind, Survivor Series, 1996. We also have, I believe that's when the time, was that the time? No, that wasn't the time when Paul Bearer turned on him. I don't think so. But we also have 1991 Survivor Series, Undertaker versus Hulk Hogan. We also have Survivor Series 2008, one of the best years of wrestling, in my opinion, Undertaker versus Big Show. We also have Triple Threat Match 2009, Undertaker versus Big Show versus Chris Jericho. We also have Undertaker versus Mr. McMahon. Bird Alive Match 2003. Survivor all these are Survivor Series. We have Undertaker vs. Batista, Survivor Series 2007. Then we have Team WWF, I remember this, Team WWF, The Rock, The Undertaker, Kane, Big Show, and Chris Jericho versus The Alliance, Stone Cold, Steve Austin, mm-hmm. Kringle, RBT, Booker T, and Shane McMahon. So, I'm just going to play this song for a quick moment, just for a moment. In tribute to him This is what I think They should play tomorrow If they don't play it tomorrow Play it next time When we actually have Crowd and everything I gotta find it Y'all hold on Cause I just saw the song I just uploaded it mm-hmm. Blog talk ain't working with me today Blog mm-hmm. talk is not working with me today I just saw the song Oh there it go Hold on Okay just for a minute This is a song I feel like it should be played either tomorrow or, the, or the, his last truly final time. They don't play it when he come out that much. There ain't no grave can hold my body down. There ain't no grave can hold my body down. When I hear the trumpet sound, I'm on a rise right out of the ground. Ain't no grave can hold my body down. Well, look way down the river. And what do you think I see? I see a band of angels. And they're coming after me. Ain't no grave can hold my body down. There ain't no grave. Can hold my body down. All right, so that's what I think. Nice. He don't. He nice. only came out of that song maybe one or two times, but I think that would be inappropriate. Yeah. Yeah. I very much remember that one. Yeah, yeah. Johnny Cash. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I remember that. Yes. Yeah. So, so <laughs> just tell tell me some of y'all favorite Undertaker matches or moments. Um, I remember when he was in the. Um, limousine with Teddy and Teddy didn't know he was running and he said buckle up Teddy it was just so many moments yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, many, so many moments that he had Under, um, Wrestlemania I believe was 20 I want to say 21 when he faced Randy Orton I love when he came in on the little what is it was like a sliding thing or something I don't know what that was yeah. but he wasn't walking so but just for a few moments, y'all can tell me some of y'all favorite Undertaker matches or moments in tribute for 30 years. 
Um, my favorite one was actually um, him versus Kamala at SummerSlam 92, if I'm not correct. Um, okay. I think SummerSlam... I, I saw this when I was nine, but, at some, but Kamala was coming off the top rope where he was about to do a splash on Undertaker, and Paul Bearer slams the urn down onto the, um, onto the apron. Undertaker does that whole sit-up thing he does right away, and Kamala gets shook. Like, he looked like he saw a ghost, and <laughs> he just, like, darted out of the ring. I never saw him. You know, this is a man that power-slammed Andre, Andre the Giant, faced, went toe-to-toe with Hulk Hogan, and had no chill. Mm-hmm. And the moment he sees Undertaker raise up, he dipped. I was like, brother, I would have done the same thing too, man. I don't blame you. I don't mess with <laughs> I ain't with that, yo. But um, that was one of that was a favorite match I, I enjoyed of his. Um, another one I enjoyed was him versus Shawn Michaels. That was a Royal Rumble 1998. That was another great match that I enjoyed. It was a casket match. Um, very interesting. And um, to me, like, any match between him and Shawn Michaels was good. I mean, you had WrestleMania 25 when he um, faced Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels, he came out with the whole, like, his entrance, and then Shawn Michaels came out as, like, the light side to Undertaker's dark side. And those those are my favorites as well, too. Um, and, of course, the one time when he put an ass open on Vince McMahon in that uh, Buried Alive match, <laughs> a Survivor Series, actually, uh, 2003. Whew, man. Ever since then, Vincent, man, I think that was the last time Vincent Matter messed with the Undertaker. He was like, nah, man, I don't, want, I don't want no smoke with you, man. I mean, he won, but he was like, I don't think he wants to go there again. So, yeah, those, those are some of my favorites. Okay. All right. Anybody else want to tell their favorite Undertaker um, matches or moments? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get Mine it. would I, I be, like, uh, well, go ahead, Rob. You can go, Cassie. Oh, I was How just going to say, uh, mine, mine would be, uh, like, Remy touched on uh, Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker at WrestleMania 25. It was, like, the good guy versus the bad guy. Like, uh, like Shawn's very into God and Jesus now and everything, and he looked like God or Jesus. <laughs> he came out all in white, and it, it complimented Undertaker's, you know, like, all black getup. So it was, like, good versus evil there. And just great storytelling, and that, I think that's his best match. And then, of course, the you know everybody talks about Hell in a Cell, and Undertaker just brought all these matches like Hell in a Cell, Buried Alive, Casket matches, like all this cool stuff. And I remember he came out, uh, you know, he debuted with Million Dollar Man, and it, I was just like, what is this? Like he's tall, and he he had this dead look, and it's just like you know the Undertaker, like he's gonna come get you and bury you. So just like his character was awesome. He first came out with Million Dollar Man and then he was with Brother Love for a while and then like Paul Bearer just fit uh when he was with Paul Bearer and the whole urn thing and like um I don't guess we ever really figured out who was in that urn or and like why the urn was so special to him, but uh <laughs> like that was always cool. And then just his whole career, like, and then he reinvented himself as the American badass, and he rode in on a motorcycle, and you played his song earlier, that song earlier, and I was, like, jamming to it. I was, like, I almost forgot about that one. And uh, just his, all his matches with Kane, and, like, that was supposed to be his brother, and uh, everything with Mankind, and just all his matches, his whole character, 
uh, you know, the Tombstone Pile Driver, and he does like oh, I pop every time he does old school off the top ropes. Like that always gets me there. And uh, he just reinvented himself like for 30 years. That's like you know, not that easy to do. Um, you know, like Chris Jericho just celebrated his 30 year uh, career too, and that's another one that's like reinvented himself the whole time. Like it's really hard to to be a long time wrestler for you know especially 30 years but uh there's nobody else like the undertaker and every time his song plays you know that gong hits you have to get goosebumps or you're just not a wrestling fan like i'm sorry like i still get goosebumps to this day (laughs) when that gong hits so uh yeah it's it's really cool uh he went 30 years and uh, hopefully, I'm pretty sure he's not gonna walk away completely from the business. I'm pretty sure he'll help out and he'll stay and like help everybody else because he's a big part of wrestling the way it is now. And uh, he gave a lot of good matches, a lot of great memories, and you know, thank you, Taker. Thank you because that's what I was gonna mention. <laughs> I knew it would come back. The fact that I, I was gonna mention that that. I do feel like he's not going to completely go away. That's what I was going to say. Thank you for bringing back to my memory. That's what I was going to say. I feel like he is going to not just not walk away. He's going to have something to do. I feel like he should, you know, I think a lot of uh, wrestlers in the current era today look up to him. So I do feel like, you know, he should be some type of motivator or something. You know, he's going to have something to do with it. Um Anybody else have anything, Keita, Nate? Y'all got anything, favorite matches? I do got a question somebody just sent in for y'all, too. Everybody. Yeah, I, got, I do have oh, a favorite. Okay. I do have a favorite Undertaker moment, though. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I, uh, see, because I'm a fan of movies like, you know, Don't Be a Menace, Scary Movie 1, 2, The Naked Gun, mm-hmm. all that. And when Undertaker uh, lost to Yokozuna and he disappeared, they had that little mystery thing like, where's Undertaker? Is he coming back to the... They sent Leslie Nielsen out there to go find The Undertaker. You know, he was going around with playgrounds, all kinds of stuff, trying to find The Undertaker and all that. That, that always, you know, I, as a little kid, I just thought that was the greatest thing because I loved The Naked Gun, you know, Frank Drebin, you know what I mean, Police yeah. Squad, yeah. That was great. He was hunting Undertaker down. That. that was awesome. Yeah, yeah, I know. I and, then, uh, and, then, uh, uh, and then and then I got to say, you know, yeah, Kathy and Remy, they all touched on everything. Yeah, all of his matches and stuff. I also liked uh, – when Mankind first came to the WWE, he went right after The Undertaker and started beating him. And nobody did that. I mean, if it wasn't for Taker, you know, Mankind probably you know, might not have been looked at the same, you know what I mean? It's like, man, who does that? Like, Undertaker's like, nobody beat him, you know what I mean? Undertaker, you know, just set up from anything. And then Boiler Room Brawls, mm-hmm. all that with uh, Mankind. It's like, but yeah, yeah, that, that, those are my favorite moments. Yeah, the Leslie Nielsen stuff, oh, that was great. I love that. <laughs> okay. I'm definitely going to try to find that after this. <laughs> um, I would say mine would be, it's kind of an obscure one that nobody really talks about anymore, but it's a Hell in a Cell match and a feud that had Undertaker and Brock Lesnar in. And it was just so bloody mm. and nasty. And uh, Undertaker had his cast on, and they put some, like, steroids in there so he could wrestle that night. <clears throat> And it just got deep and just nasty, and Paul Heyman got busted up. It's just, uh, Brock ended up winning that night, but the fact that it got to that point, it was just a this crazy match. It was called, it was at a No Mercy pay per view, I believe it was like oh three oh four, um, and 
I had it on DVD, so I'd watch it all the time. And it was just like, right. oh, man. And it was like Biker Undertaker, too. So it was like Apex, like, cool stuff. So, like, it wasn't like like smoke and mirrors, as some people would say. It was like all, like, ass-whooping stuff. So it was, it was like really nasty goodness. Okay. All right. Keita, you, you got anything you want to say? Your favorite Undertaker match? Oh, moment? definitely. Yeah, you, you know, this will take four hours for me, but um, I will keep it very short. Um, I will I will go with moments since you guys were matches. Um, moment when the Undertaker versus Edge at One Night Stand 2008, and he was on the ladder mm. and he was scared to death. And he took that bump, mm-hmm. and I'm like, wow, like this man is very professional. He's taking this bump. And then I can't remember which uh, event it was, but he he got caught on fire, and his jacket he took it off. He was pissed. I think he was going to eliminate the chamber. And I mean, yeah. there's so many memories with him. Um, one moment I like it was more the commentary too, but it was like it was him and Brock Lesnar. I think it, it might have been SummerSlam. And when he started laughing, that whole gif went on Twitter. I love that moment. Like yeah. his moment. Yeah, oh. his matches is great. But he has plenty of moments, and one of the biggest moments I will never forget oh. is how he put over Mazin at the Royal Rumble and the look he gave him, and it was just like, oh, my God, like, you just eliminate the Undertaker. Like, you don't do stuff like that. I mean, he has tons of moments. <laughs> and even the uh, Inferno match with him and Kane, it's like, they, he looks scared to death. You can't see Kane's face, but he was still professional about it and just just his aura just being professional over this year and Cassie hit it on the nail with like how he been for 30 years it's like he always been the dead man but he had different versions all through the years and his music too went with his like different gimmicks that he has the only thing I don't understand mm-hmm. he did his career a couple things is with the pants he wore like the leopard pants the, skate, the snake pants other than that oh um, yeah All right, yes And I was also thinking about another moment um, Where I love him so much I think it was back in 2003 Backstage When I think John Cena Had just made You know, he just had recently came into into WWE Well, it was WWF, I think, back then, I think But I know this I know that Taker Him and Taker did like a stare down And then you know, Taker shook his hand, giving him respect. So that is the type of person that he is. He recognizes the new, you know, the new wrestlers coming up. That's why I said I don't, don't think he will. She, he should fully, you know, he, should, yeah, you should finish with your matches and, you know, be done. But not when it comes to motivating the new, the upcoming wrestlers and having something still to do, you know, because a lot, I know a lot of wrestlers look up to him. Even, even did y'all see on WWE, I thought that was so cool that some of the wrestlers did the hand motions and the they were dressed like him. I thought my favorite one was Sasha Banks. She, I feel like she did yes. the best dressing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. yeah she yeah, did that photo shoot so well. That was an awesome right. photo shoot, like with Alexa Bliss and, and Nakamura, Jeff Hardy, just all right. of them. I that was say awesome. Nakamura yeah. my favorite. <laughs> Yes, all yes, all of I I enjoyed all of them. But I just felt like my favorite one was Sasha. Though. Yeah. She did, she did the tongue out and all that stuff. I I, I but I enjoyed every <laughs> one of them. Though. I enjoyed every one. Yes, that so, was nice. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Did ahead. Sasha do one, or was that just her uh, Halloween habit? 
Because I've seen Shachi doing them. I'm not sure. I'm not okay. sure about it might that. Have just I'm been Halloween habit once. But 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 Shachi's always you know Sasha and Shachi you know those 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 girls are all, they always slay whatever they do they always slay. Well yeah yeah Sasha did a good Sasha did real good with that all of them that she did. So I do have two more questions for everyone before we get into this trivia, and I hope everyone prepared for it. <laughs> um, we do have a question <laughs> from someone, and I have to give him a shout out. His name on Twitter is Samurai. I believe it's Samurai underscore Stone. Just give me a minute. I want to make sure I got his question. Yes, Samurai underscore Stoner on Twitter. He would also be on the panel today, but he couldn't make it. But he did sit in a question, and his question was for all of us. Which one of the Undertaker matches, just one, do y'all do we all think was the most iconic? He definitely wanted to put that word in, iconic. He said, which Undertaker match do you think was iconic the most one? Just one. Oh, man. Maybe 25. That might be 25 or or the Hell in a Cell one. Maybe. Or Hell in a Triple Hell in a Cell. I think if it's iconic, Hell in a Cell, yeah. For me, I'm going to say the career versus streak. With um, who was it? Shawn Michaels, and the Hell in the Cell too. Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. and then he didn't say ma- he didn't say moments, but I'm gonna pick another moment too. When him, it was him. See, we're gonna take a triple H and Shawn Michaels, and he all stood at the top of the ring. I mean, the ramp, and he took that picture. That was the most. That was a great moment. I'm gonna say he didn't say matches. He didn't say moment, but I'm gonna say that was an iconic moment too. We had all three of them standing beside each other. <laughs> Anybody else got any iconic matches about the Undertaker? Um, I would say the the moment that he uh, threw Rikishi off the cell that was also very iconic because uh, that's any kind of Hell in the Cell highlight like real always has that moment. And so I just think that that thing as well just kind of like like solidified he was a badass and like he was going to beat up beat you up to win the match no matter what. Right, and and what about the inferno mm-hmm. match he had with Kane? Oh yeah, that was that, that was messy. And <laughs> that was teddy messy. Bear, I couldn't I even watch it full. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, and then the teddy bear yeah. got I on would, fire. I would say any match where he the, the most iconic match would be any Hell in a Cell match because I mean the first the first one he had was against Shawn Michaels that was Kane's debut. The second one he had was against, uh, if I'm not correct, um, Mankind. He threw he pretty much threw him through like uh, um, the steel cage and then he I think he threw, yeah that, so that was two high two crazy bombs that make forty tough. It was one through the cage, and then there was one, like, off the edge of the cage. So that was a crazy one, too. Um, that was pretty iconic. Um, the other one was where he uh, threw Rikishi off the edge the, um, I don't know if it was him, but he threw Rikishi off the um, edge of the cage onto some, like, truck with, like hay, at the, like, hay at the back of it. And then, of course, not to mention there was Undertaker versus um, Shane McMahon, where Shane McMahon or these McMahons, I tell you, they're 
As much as you don't like them, you gotta admit they do some crazy shit sometimes. Um, wait, I can right. say shit on this thing, right? Right. So they, right. so the one where Shane Mc was WrestleMania, if I'm not correct, WrestleMania 32, Shane McMahon comes back and he does his little like um, big elbow off the edge of the uh, cage, but Undertaker moves and Shane ends up like pretty much um, taking the brunt of it. That was right. um pretty that was that was a pretty that was pretty iconic too. Um yeah. Those are the ones I think that are iconic for him. Okay, anybody else? Kida, he's being quiet. You got anything you want to add? I think one I think one well it's really two, but one is like me being goofy is the uh the cement when he uh killed Paul Barrow. I believe that was right. also oh, yeah. an American band. Yeah. That was, was very big. And <laughs> the second one is horrible, but that's when he lost the street. I think that's iconic because I know non-wrestling mm. fans who's like, yep. are you still mad that he lost? You know, I think that's one of the biggest iconic moments, you know, like out of a match, like just the crowd reaction, like. People I know who are not fans mm-hmm. of they were like, you guys was, like, really shocked. I was like, yeah. And the network was, like, $10, you know, versus, like, what, $50 playing online or on pay-per-view. But, uh, yeah, that's a, a kind of moment. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that okay. Was. Yes. And then have y'all remembered, this is not a match, but he had, they had a match. But do y'all remember his feud with Hiding Right? I bet everybody forgot about Hiding oh, Right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love Hyde <laughs> That is not iconic. What, what is wrong with you? It's not iconic. Why would you bring Hyde right up? If you bring him up, like, people you remember him and Michael. Okay, okay. I don't know. I, 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 I got the they don't remember him with Undertaker. Here's a better one. I usually like that. SummerSlam 1994, Undertaker versus Undertaker. Right. Who remembers that? Oh, yeah. I watched it on network when, uh, when I saw it. The Undertaker fought uh, Giant Gonzalez. <laughs> that giant oh, yeah. in that uh, body suit. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, yeah. Five-star <laughs> match don't, don't right there. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't yeah. talk about that, man. <laughs> we don't talk about Giant Gonzalez. <laughs> so, just pretend that didn't happen. <laughs> right. So I do want to ask y'all one more mm-hmm. question. In regards to the second before I go to my trivia, do y'all think Brock Lesnar deserved to beat the streak? No. Hell no. Uh, I'd have to say that, too. I'll go with that, too. But I will say it launched his career from there, though. It started the whole Beast thing, because if he didn't beat The Undertaker, he wouldn't have been the Beast after that. Yeah, it launched his career, and I... It launched his career and messed up everybody else's too. Uh, really, a, 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 a whole championship reign where he barely defended the, uh, a whole year where he barely defended the. Um, I'm sorry for your but that's not his fan, fault, but I always Remy, that's not his fault. That's the company's fault. They agreed to his contract, so technically that's not his fault. It sucks, but that's Look, not his fault. His match. This is the part where you. But like, this is the part where you and I are gonna agree to disagree. I, 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 I'll say this. I've never really been. Some, now, don't, now don't get me wrong. I, I always believe that if you have a great amateur background, you deserve to headline the show. Look at guys like Randy Orton. Look at guys like Dolph Ziggler. I don't know why they don't put him um, as a headline. 
Um, Cody Rhodes, people don't know it, but he has an amateur wrestling background. And, of course, people like Scott Steiner, Rick Steiner, and so on. However, there's a limit to the amount of, you know, foolery um, that, you, that, that I will actually, you know, condone. And the fact that this guy, okay, he went over Hulk Hogan, fine. Hulk Hogan was old anyway. But you're going over everybody else. And then you come to Money in the Bank, everybody busts their ass, and then you just come out there and you hop your, you hop your big ass on the ladder and collect the briefcase. I was supposed to be trying to <laughs> right. get those well, the best. The no, get the hell out of here. That's, that's your right. I'm not, I I'm not what you lie. Said. That made me laugh. In storyline, right, in storyline, you are correct. But that wasn't his call. That was that was Vince and company. Like, you got to blame the company as well for some of these storylines with him in it. Yes, him having his matches, his little suplex stuff, yeah, that's on him. He, he should do more than that. But the other stuff, his schedule, how how long he was the champion, the replica champion, whatever, that's on the company. That you can't really blame that on him, in mm-hmm. my opinion. And I'm not a fan of him, either, but I'm just saying. They should yeah. change his name to Brock Hogan. That's what his name is. Change, change his name to. What you're gonna do when the pain comes? Yeah, shut your rotted ass down, man. Anybody's got any thoughts? Nate, you got any thoughts about thinking that Brock Lesnar should have beat the street? Um, I don't think he should have. But like I remember uh immensely that that day me and my friend were literally just bullshitting like we weren't even watching the match because we threw, thought for sure Undertaker was gonna win. And then we hear the one, two, three and we uh-huh. thought it was a mess up. Like we thought they messed up so they were gonna restart it or something. And the next thing you know they don't so it's like Okay, uh, I guess that happens. <laughs> so it's like a, like a whole bunch of shock. So it's definitely the right. most shocking moment. But I don't think he should have. But it it, it happened. So it, we can't do anything about it. But you know. Yeah. I just right. Right. Before you move on, Janice. Um, now I let it sink in for a while. It's believable he beat him. I don't agree with it. He shouldn't, but it's believable. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had Shawn Michaels could have beat him when he had that match. Right. That um, uh, Kane could have beat him at 14. Um, Triple H could have beat him at the first one they had. Was that 17? Mm-hmm. Like, as many, like, moments, like, people could have beat Hell, Rick Flair could have beat him with Arn Anderson. Like, it's literally a moment right. that he could have lost the streak. But they gave it to Brock, and, I mean, I guess for him to agree to it, I mean, he really respect him. So, at the end of the day, yeah. it was his decision, so. Well, well, when I look back at the, um, what is it called, Undertaker Last Ride, and I believe he mentioned this on Stone Cold Podcast, too, that originally what happened during the match was he got injured. And he said it mm-hmm. wasn't no plan for him to lose. But he got injured. I think his, his something happened about his leg, he said, or something. So it wasn't really like, you know, it was, I guess that's what the big shot was because he said he really did get hurt way before the match got real far. He got hurt. He couldn't mm-hmm. say he was out of it. He couldn't, he didn't remember where he was. So, mm-hmm. um, but me personally, I'm going to say that he should, like, if you was going to, if y'all, they was going to have Brock Lesnar be him. It should have been on his very, very final last match. Like, why? I don't feel like they should have did it. And then he had another match with Roman Reigns. Like, if that was the case, 
that should have been for a final farewell. Not you let them yeah. lose, and then you have Roman Reigns beat them again, which I didn't like that neither. But somebody, I would have rather Roman beat him than Brock. Like, Brock, I don't want that to like mm-hmm. that. <laughs> I mm-hmm. never, never like Brock. So y- y'all ain't got any final <laughs> moments y'all want to say about that before I go to the, to the trivia? Yeah, let's spell the trivia as long as we can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you say long? Okay, I was going to do the same question, but okay. <laughs> so, that's some trivia for y'all. I thought about doing teams, but I'm, I think, I don't know how I want to do it. I think I'm going to let everybody just ask everybody itself. Let's see if everybody, I'm not going to answer because I, I'm actually seeing the answers on this trivia I got. So, I'm just going to ask y'all the questions. Let's see what y'all response would be. Um, I think I will do teams. I think we're gonna put ringside society as a team. Then I'm gonna let Nate and Keita be team A Uh-oh. and ringside society. Y'all could be <laughs> y'all could be team B. So that's ringside society. Nate and Keita, y'all be on team A. Let's do teams. Okay. All right. So team A, Nate and Keita, y'all can work together with this. I'm gonna give y'all three chances to see if y'all got it get it right. Question is, and these are Survivor Series questions. What was the first ever Survivor Series that took place? What year was it? Nate, I got it. Can I have uh, You got a name? 1987. No, it's going to be Nate. It's going to be Okay. Oh, it's me? It's, it's Nate. It's Nate. I mean, y'all, Nate, Nate. Keita, y'all on team, so both y'all can right, Oh, yeah, uh, the ringside side, y'all on all three, y'all on me. Remy, listen. Know this one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you two more chances with 89. You said, no, that's not right. <laughs> 1987. Um, is it, is it 80, 87 or 85? It's 87. I'll just let everybody else. Because <laughs> Remy was already saying it. But, yes, it is 87. <laughs> I'll just let everybody else. But it is 87. It featured four tag team matches with survivors, including Jake Roberts, the Jumping Bomb Angels, the Killer Bees, and Andre the Giant. Okay? Mm. So everybody everybody can answer. Okay. So who was the first person to come down to the ring at 2014 Survivor Series? <laughs> this is somebody they said barely comes to, barely was coming on TV. Definitely, man. Nope. You said 2014? 2000. The first person to come down to the ring at 2014 Survivor Series. If I say something, no, Dolph was it. It wasn't Dolph Ziggler, was it? No. Peter actually was kind of close. I was. Was Stephanie you know. changed? Then, no, no, not Stephanie Shane. I don't know. You, you said I was close? Yeah, not Stephanie and Shane. Mm, Triple H. Vince? No. <laughs> yes. Vince the man. Yes, yeah, Vince hey. the man was one of his, in his, one of his okay. rare appearances on WWE TV, comes down to the ring oh, and invites wow. Triple H and Stephanie Man. 
the authority and John oh, here down the ring. Mr. Um. Man restates the stipulation of the team man tag team elimination match between Team Authority and Team Cena. I remember that actually. Because team, they, they was going to say if Cena, Team Cena lost, I think he was supposed to get fired or something like that. Oh, the authorities should lose, and Triple H and Stephanie Man would be stripped of their power. Okay, so yeah, that was Spencer Man. All right. Which tandem did commentary for the World Wrestling Entertainment's 1987 Survivor Series event? So you got two people who was doing commentary. Oh, I know that. I got it. <laughs> it was the first one was um, Jesse the Body Ventura, mm-hmm. and the other person was don't tell me uh, Gorilla Monsoon. Yep, you're right. Yep, they did commentary with Jesse Mar- Ventura won a pilgrim's hat between Max and Tammy. Huh? Yes, Gorilla Monsoon was the other one. Yeah, okay, y'all know y'all stuff. <laughs> it says, which statement is false concerning a Survivor Series pay-per-view during the 90s? Which statement was false? Okay. Let me see how I'm going to tell y'all this. Uh, let me see how I'm going to tell y'all this. There was only one elimination-style match during the 1992 Survivor Series as Money Inc. teamed up with the Beverly Brothers to take on the Nasty Boys and Natural Disasters. Um, the 1992 Survivor Series did not have an elimination match. Um, prior to 1995, every Survivor Series pay-per-view was held on either Thanksgiving Eve or Thanksgiving Day. In 1991, the very first singles match took place at a Survivor Series Ooh. event when Hulk Hogan defended. I know this one. What was that? <laughs> so... Can I answer? Yes. So the what was your first statement? The, what was it again? The first statement? Okay. Okay, I'll read all of them. First statement was no, no, no. Only that, one read elimination. That first one. Oh, the nineteen ninety two did not have an elimination match. It actually did. Is that true or false? Wait, 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 wait. The nineteen eighty two Survivor Series. Hold on, let me think. Uh, oh, so it's a true or false question. True or false. I'm going to put Survivor it like this. Series. Was that was that true or false? Um <laughs> Everybody hold on, give me a second. It sounds like it was trying false to, think. to me. Uh, actually, you know what? Wait, it was okay. false to me. It was actually it was actually you th- Were you done? Okay, I'm going to read back. It says, which statement is false concerning a Survivor Series match, pay-per-view during the 90s? So I'm going to ask you this. Is this answer true or false? The 1992 Survivor Series did not have an elimination match. Oh, that's false. Okay, yes, that was false. (laughs) The other ones I was reading was random statements. Actually, what I did was it said a a statement false during during the 90s. So I was reading all the statements, but then I reiterated and just mm-hmm. read that one and asked y'all, was that true or false? But it is false. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. How many participants received BYES? I don't know if y'all know what that is. 
I can give you, I, y'all can give the number between one to ten for that. I'm gonna say, how okay, many, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna, participants um, received I'm gonna, what? I got y'all. I got y'all. How many participants receive? Participants receive. It says buys. I'm gonna read this, and y'all can choose that between one to ten. Let me read this. The Undertaker and Kane both received buys in the first round, which meant the two would meet each other in the quarter finales. Stone Cold Steve Austin won his first round match and was fated to meet either Espot or Steven Riggle in the quarterfinals. Unfortunately, Riggle and Espot were eliminated when both were counted out, which gave Austin a bye. Austin was the first man to qualify for the semifinals. So the question is how many participants received bye? Um, the answer between 1 to 10. Wow. Um, I would have to say, I don't, oh man, you got me with this one. You got me with this one. I don't know. You're talking about that game tournament, right? The one the Rock won. I think so. It said BYES. I don't even know what that is. Oh, one. It was one. Yeah, I remember Austin had, I remember Austin. Is it Mankind? No, he called Boss Man. The answer is three. Three? Oh, okay. I was close. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Y'all probably will get this one. Where did Survivor Series 1994 take place? Texas. You said when? Where did Survivor Series 1994 take place? Somebody said Texas, but what part? San Antonio. Okay, I remember, yeah, it was San Antonio, I remember. <laughs> okay, y'all y'all let Remy beat y'all. He's getting all the answers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. we're not playing teams no more. So, I mean, you know, we keep going, Remy, got... keep going. <laughs> keep going. He went for all of us. We all get that. <laughs> right. Who was the captain of the dream team? The dream team. Ooh, well, I mean, wait, that, that which, uh, like Rose, but yeah, that's that. <laughs> that's I mean, dream team. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's that Rose. It could have been Bruce dream. and Barbara. <laughs> 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 it's that yeah. Rose. Rose would be drawn by Brutus and Barbara Beefcake, Tito Santana, and the Red Rooster. Even though Santana was eliminated oh, yeah. the match first. Rose and Beefcake would survive and give their team the win. Okay. Where did Survivor Series 1993 take place? City and state. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to know this one. You said, you said 1993? <laughs> yes. 1993 would have taken place after the Boston, uh, the, Bo- the Boston Garden, I think. You got Boston. Yeah, I think it's Boston. <laughs> yeah.
Which of these wrestlers is on the team? Oh, that was um, Warrior, Warrior, the Texas Tornado, Terry Von Eric, that's and that's the Legion of Doom. <laughs> yep, that's that's Texas. They only asked for one, but you got it right. Wait a minute, Texas. Yeah, you got it right. And then they say Texas Tornado, Kerry Von Erich. Okay. My boy, Von Erich. Texas boy. <laughs> Wait, where, where, where did I actually, actually met his wife last, uh, last year. Really, really nice woman. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> where did Survivor Series 2008 take place? Uh, Boston again. And the TD yeah. gone, I think. Oh, yep. I don't know how I remember these, but uh, <laughs> yeah, like I'm, I'm not good with these, with these uh, areas. <laughs> okay, I'm going to do a few more. All right. Where did Survivor Series 2007 take place? 2007? Um, yeah. I think it was in Florida. I think that was in yep. Florida. Well, I think it was in Florida. Well, 
Do we have any okay. choices? Or? Oh, go ahead. I'm trying to think. Okay. I'm gonna give. Okay, I'm gonna make it easy for y'all. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give y'all some choices. Billy Kidman, Tajiri, Chavo Guerrero, Rey Mysterio, or Spike Dudley. Oh man, uh, I want to say. Wait, Tajiri. For, for which? Which year? Two thousand and four. You said who wasn't in the match, right? You said yeah, who wasn't in the match? The first the first match was a fatal void for the cruiserweight championship. But one of these was not in that match. Oh wait. So you got Billy Kidman, Jerry, Chavo, Ray, and Spike. Jerry. You're right. You're right. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I was, was I, I, I exactly so. Okay. Yeah. What two tag teams were booked for the opening card? Wait a minute, they tell you a year. Uh-oh. No, let's skip that one. Where? Okay, hold on, hold on. Find two more. Who was the sole survivor in the fir- in the main event at the first Survivor Series? Oh, oh James. <laughs> I know this one. Andre the Giant. I think I heard somebody say Andre. Yeah. Yep. That was. Yep. 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 There was a whole there was a whole promo and everything. Oh, baby, the soul survivor. All right, let's do one more. Which of these mm-hmm. wrestlers has Bret has Bret Hart not faced two years in a row in Survivor Series elimination style matches? Mm-hmm. This should be easy. I'm sorry, what was that? Which of these wrestlers? I'm going to give some random wrestlers for y'all to answer from. Mm-hmm. It says, which of these wrestlers Brett has not faced two years in a row in Survivor Series elimination style matches? Is it Shawn Michaels, Triple H, um, Rikishi, Diesel? Choose from that list. Shawn Michaels. Uh, I'm going with Shawn Michaels. You know, somebody said, I think he was saying it was Shawn Michaels. Okay. Mm. That's that's fun. I'm gonna do one more guess. Actually, oh, uh, this okay. This one, hold on. Uh, that's too long. That's too Give long. us a hard okay. one. We have to think. Okay. Make it hard. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Well, this one, okay, this one. This one. In the first match at Survivor Series 2008, it was the first of two team t- man tag team elimination matches. It was Shawn Michaels. Ray Mysterio, the great colleague, crime time, taking on John Bradshaw Layfield, Kane, Montel Vontavious Porter, oh. John Morrison, and the Miz. Shawn Michaels' team was victorious. Who was the last okay. member of John Bradshaw Layfield team to be eliminated? John Morrison. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. I gotta find some hard. Mm. Okay. Which wrestler at Survivor Series? Which wrestler at Survivor Series 1992 will later come back to wrestle in the WWE under several new alliances? Which wrestler will come back to Survivor Series? What was it again? Which wrestler at Survivor Series 1992 will later come back to wrestle in the WWE under several new alliances? Uh, <laughs> the Rock? Um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, 
No, not the Tom Fist. Let me see if I can give a hand. Wait, 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 wait. I'll say Kane, Dr. Isaac Yankum. Nope. Nope. Isaac Yankum. Okay, I'm going to give him a little small hand. Um... No, that'd be too. Y'all would definitely know who it is. I, I'm trying to think how, what kind of hint I could give. Wait, wait, they came back in 1982 under a different name? Hold on, let me think. Let me think. It's not Vaughn. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, 92 you really came back. Yeah, you own it. You own the money. But you, what's the name? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Crush? Who? Crush. Uh uh-uh, uh, uh uh. See, I want to give a hint that not too given. Let me see. It's not that okay, um, is it? Typhoon? No. Okay, this person, okay, this person got, okay, his, his, if I say that, y'all going to know. Mm, I don't know which team they own, but they got some, they got some family that's in wrestling right now. I'm going to leave it at that. They had shrinkers. Nope. They got yeah, it was Fatu who is now Rikishi Fatu. Oh, the head uh, Um, Fatu and Harrison. Oh, you feel like you didn't say that early though? Okay, so you still on the money? You still right? Who accompanies Jamie? Mm-hmm. Who accompanies? Who who accompanies? Accompany, uh, I can't even say the word. Who was alongside <laughs> Damien over in the cruiserweight title match? Triple H, Jeff Hardy, Rip Mysterio, and Kane, yep. Yep, that was them. 
Oh, y'all, y'all do it good. Okay. No, that's too easy. <laughs> this one is too easy. I'm not asking that one. I'm going to ask it anyway. In the Booker T versus JBL match for the WWE Championship, who interfered on JBL's behalf? Booker T versus Triple H. Uh, Orlando Jordan. Was Orlando Jordan? Yep. <laughs> right. That's what I said. It was too easy. Yeah. It was too easy. <laughs> this is just so much good question. Um, okay, who was the first guy eliminated in the opening match at Survivor Series 1991? Mm-hmm. Was it British Bulldog or Rick Flair? Uh, it was um, the British Bulldog. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, y'all, y'all, that was fun. <laughs> That's actually mm-hmm. something new that I'm bringing to my show, trivia. So anytime y'all come on, even if it's not just a wrestling, we could be doing some trivia. But anything, movies, TV show, anything. That was fun. Y'all y'all actually did good. I probably wouldn't have got half the answers right if it was me on the other side. <laughs> okay. So we didn't have any callers that actually called in. So now we're going to just do, I, I want to say I thank you guys, all of you, Keita, Nate, Kathy, Remy, Rob. I thank y'all taking this time on a Saturday because y'all could be doing other things. I'm pretty sure i got other things to do. But I thank y'all for taking this time to come on the Survivor Series panel. It was really fun. So now I want to take this mm-hmm. moment to, if y'all got anything y'all want to promote, um, any last words. Anything y'all y'all want want to promote y'all's show? I know Ringside y'all got a show. Kitty, you got another show. We got an actual show too. We're supposed to be doing tonight. Um, so y'all can take this time to do that. And Nate, if you want to tell about your Twitter page, anything you're doing, you can. Y'all got the flow. Well, um, well, um, you know, we here at Ringside Society, we actually have a show called. Well, we have a show called Ringside Society. Um, it's every other Tuesday or Thursday, uh, every Sunday, and um, you know we've had numerous people on our show. We always have special guests, like professor. Like this, this, um, this Sunday we have a um, the promoter for um, an owner for uh, Pali Pro down in Texas. They have their first show going on, so uh, we're going to be having um, him on our show, as well as um, the Warrior Princess Alicia Landis, straight out of San Dimas, California. She's going to be our guest as well. Um, for our 15 minutes of fandom, definitely check us out. We're on um, Twitter, um, we're on um, Instagram. We're also we also have a Facebook group, and um, yeah, I mean we're we're one of the few podcasts that we actually have like wrestlers, promoters, managers, pretty much anybody that's helping you know put on the show. We actually have them on. Uh, Kathy insists on having catering. Not gonna happen. Um, but yeah, we also <laughs> actually have like gear makers and um, people that make the gear. We've interviewed referees and ring announcers. I mean, pretty much everybody. And we also have a special segment called 15 Minutes of Fandom. Um, both of you wonderful young women have actually been on our show. Thank you for that. To the guy that I don't know your name, but if you want to be a guest on our show, hit us up. We'll make a time and date for you, um, and it'll happen. Um, and we have our 3,000 um, our fan appreciation episode, which is going to come up before Christmas. Uh, for getting 3,000 listens. I got a feeling we're going to get it before Christmas. Once we get it, we're going to have a special giveaway. Uh, last time we gave away WB2K for um, uh, PS4. Well, P- yeah, PS4. Before that, we gave away our um, merchandise, our T-shirts. 
if you have a Teespring. So um, definitely give us a listen. Check out our Block Talk Radio on demand page. Um, we've had a lot of interesting people like Rick Bassman, um, who got the Ultimate Warrior and Sting in the business. We've had uh, we had Mike the Match Hart, Bret Hart's nephew. We've had Thunder Rosa. Uh, Kathy, I, 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 you, 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 you're the, you're the, Rob, y'all are good memory people. I'm getting old. Who, who else do we have? <laughs> um, we've, oh, had, Rock, we've, we've had Rachel Rose. Bailey Super Yeah, Bailey Super Yeah, we've had Izzy. We've had uh, just a ton of people. Uh, Red Velvet, who's on AEW now. Uh, La Rosa Negra, hey, who's working with Thunder Rosa. Uh, hey, limelight's on AEW. Shit, ton of people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we've had a, we've had a crap ton of people, and um, we're only getting we're only we're only getting bigger and bigger and doing more impressive things. So definitely check us out. Hey, we got Nancy Leroy. Leroy. <laughs> Can't forget we have we have Nancy Leroy too. Um, yeah, so Nancy Leroy. Yeah, but uh, definitely check us out. Um, we're a wrestling podcast. By wrestling fans, for wrestling fans, as far as the wrestling fans podcast. Yes, we are we are aware that everybody and their grandparents and their parents have a podcast, but we're not your grandparents' podcast. We're not your parents' podcast. We're not just any podcast. As Rob says many times, you know, on our show, and Kathy too, um, with the wrestling fans podcast. So definitely come out and you know give us a listen. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell the neighborhood drunk, tell everybody as well. We're here for y'all. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> okay. Nate and Kitty, y'all want to do any promos or anything? Y'all uh, want to say promos? I will go first, Nate, only to, um, to say thank you for coming on here. Uh, I'm not sure you have a podcast or not, but uh, thank you for coming on here with, um, with us. Appreciate it. And for me, I mean, you know, the Rangers Club, they already took all the time. I would just... Say follow me <laughs> on the Twitter and thank you uh, for having me, Jaleesa. Thank you guys for um, you know, just like being wrestling fans and like and trivia. Thank you, Remy, for that. Appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you guys. Thank you. Want to say or promote your Twitter? Well, I just want to piggyback off of Kia there. Um, I just want to say thank you for having us in and. Uh, it's really my first time on a podcast like this on some kind of panel and stuff, so it, it was fun. Welcome. You know, nervous, I was nervous Welcome. coming in, so. <laughs> um, I, don't really I have was definitely mad you on our show. Right. I'll, see, and, I'll come and in and anytime. Goes, <laughs> oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, no, I was just saying I don't really have anything to promote. I have, like, a small YouTube channel, but it's nothing, like, grand or anything. It's just little gaming stuff here and there, so. Definitely, definitely yeah, tell me yeah, the link because I'm a gamer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you also, you, oh, so you got two invitations to two shows now. You got to be on Kitty and Little Show. Oh, okay. Keep I got, I got one more thing. Okay. I got already got the butterfly. Oh, welcome. I remember I had that my first podcast. I was shaking. So, I understand. Right. You know, <laughs> After this, you'll be fine. Uh, Cassie, we right. have to have you on the show. I had Rob and Remy. I have to have you on the show down the line as well. So I can't forget about the woman of the show. So definitely. Yes, ma'am. Got to get me in there somewhere. We'll work something out at some point. <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely. I'd love to do it. 
she got to be on Girl Talk Show. Yes, every, 
I enjoy I need to start all looking you guys. Years again. <laughs> but we said we can't do a roll room. We definitely got to do a panel again. WWE should should yeah. just take you notes. Know, we did a great Whoa. panel. Keenan really was doing the disagree to disagree, and we was having an actual panel. Oh. This was fun. I actually like how this episode came out. <laughs> so I'm gonna let y'all go because my mom was calling my phone so much I had on vibrate. So. <laughs> I'm going to let y'all go before we go. I am going to have some exit music, trying to do some new thing on Queen J. So I'm going to play this music. Um, actually, what I'm going to do is I'm going to meet y'all back, play the music. Y'all hear the music stop. Y'all can just hang up. Thank you, guys. I love all of you for coming on. Let me play this music. Y'all know I got to play this. All right. Thank you. You've done it now. You've done it Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.